You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. and think there must be more than this to life are you looking for more joy freedom and purpose in your life this is living a courageous authentic life with your host jennifer monahan many of us may be focused on getting ahead and achieving our goals but we may soon realize that something is missing jennifer was there and now she's here to help you reclaim your personal power find joy and realize your full potential now, please welcome the host of Living a Courageously Authentic Life, Jennifer Monahan. Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. Thank you for joining me today. As I mentioned last week, my contract with BBM will be up on October 10th, and I'll be moving to Blog Talk Radio for my new show starting in November. So you can look me up there by my name, Jennifer Monahan, or by my show name, Living a Courageously Authentic Life. Uh, I hope you'll head over there and follow me. Um, I'll be continuing my conversations about living courageously and authentically, talking about shamanism and having guests, similar to what I've been doing here. And you'll also be able to listen to any previous shows. Today, I want to talk about manifesting. And, you know, when you're looking to live a courageously authentic life, it's not enough to de- to just daydream about it, uh, although that is a, a really good first step, right? Thinking about what it is you want to create. You also need to begin to create that life you want and ultimately manifest the life you want. Make it real. Make it something that you're, you know, is tangible and you're actually experiencing. And so often I hear people say, oh, you know, I daydream about doing X, whatever X is with my life. But when I ask them, what are they doing to make that daydream a reality? The answer is usually nothing. Or it's a list of reasons why they can't do anything at this time. And of course, there are some really valid reasons as to why someone couldn't pursue their dream at a specific time. So, you know, maybe they're caring for an elderly parent or they have a newborn baby Maybe uh, there's value in hanging in on the current job that they have for another year because, you know, that's when the stop, stock options vest. And I get it, right? And I don't want anybody to feel like they're not living their lives well if they do need to focus on something else given their current situation. But that being said, even when someone is caring for an elderly parent or, or a newborn or waiting for those stock options to vest – There's usually something you can do to start moving you in the direction of the life you want when that time period is over, whatever, you know, that time period is. So today I want to talk about that. I want to talk about manifestation. So what is it? What 
it isn't, right? Because there are certain things that it is and certain things that it is not. And there's some confusion around that. Different ways to begin manifesting and, and how to remain positive and focused while manifesting. So even when things don't come together as quickly as you would like them to, you're still feeling like you're moving in the right direction. And there's been a lot of talk about manifesting. Uh, you know, there's books out there like The Secret and movies like What the Bleep, which made this concept of manifestation much more mainstream than perhaps it's ever been. However, many people walked away from either the books or the movies with a slightly distorted view of what manifestation is. So I want to start by discussing what manifestation is not. Manifestation is not just simply daydreaming about what you want. When we're randomly daydreaming, we're not focused and we're not immersing ourselves fully into the experience of being and living what it is that we want to manifest. Instead, we, we kind of tend to be more along the lines of wishful thinking. You know, wouldn't it be great if, rather than I am doing this, and there's a big difference between wouldn't it be great if and I am doing this, and that I am doing this is where we need to be mentally if we're going to manifest in our lives. The truth is we manifest all the time. Manifesting is, you know, when we create something in our lives through our thoughts, focus, and then ultimately actions. So when we go through life thinking over and over again, I don't know, I have the worst luck, nothing good ever happens to me, we actually bring that into ourselves. If we go through life thinking over and over again, almost like a, a mental mantra, everything falls into place for me, you know, I have great luck, everything works out for the best, then we bring that into our lives as well. So our thoughts are our starting point for manifesting, and they are very powerful. And most of us can see this as we look back on our lives. We can see how our thoughts became our reality. And I know I've shared some examples here on the show, but let me share um, some more to, to just really illustrate this point. So I have a client who firmly believes that everyone is out to get them and take advantage of them. He's convinced that people he hires will steal from him, uh, maybe, or, or maybe they won't work as many hours a day as they say they're working, or they give him bad information, whatever it is. You get the idea. He's got this mindset that everybody's out to get him. And what's happened is that this belief that he tells himself over and over again about people that he meets comes true in nearly every relationship he has. I am one of the exceptions to that. But, you know, what happens is his lawyers give him bad advice that ends up costing him lots of money and it puts him in some really tough situations. His workers have stolen from him. They've lied to him. Um, uh, to the government authorities. And of course, that increases more and that brings in more tough situations and things to deal with. His builder, because he's building a house, has stolen materials, hasn't completed the necessary paperwork that needs to be done, which has resulted in some huge delays and huge costs that didn't need to be incurred, and has even done some of the work incorrectly. And he sits around and he wonders why everyone does this to him. And then he looks at me and he wonders why none of these things happened to me. And I flat out told him that what we think and believe becomes our reality. And, you know, when he thinks that way and he puts out that energy and it just flows out from him, he attracts in exactly what he's thinking. 
Now, me, I personally think and believe that most people are good and that most people want to do the best jobs they can. And so the contrast between my life and his life is pretty stark. So as, you know, my service providers, like my tax guy, the bank, and I do a great job for me. And they're constantly giving me great information to help me on my journey, to help me save money, to help me be smart about my business. Um, they love working with me. And and it's very easy. I, you know, I don't have any big hiccups. And even when I do have something happen, um, it's smooth and easy to fix. I don't have a lot of problems. And whenever I've had direct reports, uh, you know, they all go out and do the best work that they can. And, you know, sure, occasionally they'd make a mistake, but those mistakes were typically minor. And they would come to me with a mistake and tell me about it before it became something even bigger and huger so that we could solve it together. And my builder, I know I've talked about my builder in the past, but he truly put his heart and soul into building my house. And he told me that he views me as a sister and a member of his family. Uh, his kids call me auntie. Uh, side story, I flew into Guatemala last night and the youngest of his children, who's two, wanted to go to the airport to meet me. And as soon as he saw the airplane, he started screaming, Tia, 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 which is auntie in Spanish. Uh, so they view me as part of their family. And he looked out for me for every dollar that I spent. He came up with ways I could save money. He had tons of suggestions. Um, and that's because my perspective is that people are generally good and they want to do good. So what we think becomes our reality. And, and that's the first major thing to consider and think about when you're thinking about manifesting some something or some aspect of your life. The reason why this happens and the reason why manifesting works is because we're all energetic beings. And I'm going to talk more about that after the break. So stay tuned. Call in with any questions at 866-451-1451. We'll be right back. Animal lover, author, artist, and public speaker, Patricia daly Lipe is a renaissance woman in her own right. A lover of animals from a young age, Patricia lives on a farm in Virginia and has rescued neglected thoroughbred horses, keeping them or finding them safe havens. She is also a published author, and her books document real-life experiences that she shares in her passionate stories, taking the reader around the world in a colorful kaleidoscope of life. An accomplished artist, Patricia Daly Life's oil paintings feature animals, portraits, stills, nature, and abstract, and she allows the brush to paint the image in an organic, natural way. A public speaker, Patricia is motivated to continually wonder about life and advocates for all of us to do the same and document our own unique history. To learn more about Patricia Daly Life, visit www.literarylady.com and www.patricialife.com or email her at pdlife at gmail.com. Joseph A. Moylan is the owner of Ion Health, which specializes in very unique medical devices. Ion Health offers biomats, alkalife, and frequency machines. Biomats are a far infrared and negative ion emitting FDA approved medical device. With many different sizes available, you can place them on your bed, on a massage table, or on a seat in your car. It is an unobtrusive way to health. Alkalife machines are water ionizers that cleanse and raise the alkalinity of your tap water, making high alkaline water. 
frequency machines utilize certain frequencies to kill viruses and bacteria. These devices are safe and effective. Coming from a health-conscious background and studying physiology at the Academy of Natural Health, Joseph A. Moylan has 15 years of experience in the health field and wants to help you live a healthy, long life. Visit www.ionhealthbiomats.weebly.com or call 765-520-2988. Don't let your health go astray. Get in touch today. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and today we're talking about manifesting. And just before the break, I was explaining that our thoughts uh, are what cause us to create in our life and the reason why this happens, why we're able to manifest based on our thoughts is because we are all energetic beings. We are all energy. And what we're looking to create is also energy. So our energy can actually go out and find other energy that it kind of matches up to and and pulls, pulls it in. We can easily connect with what we desire or what we think. Right? And I want to make a distinction in there because sometimes what we think and what we desire are two different things. Um, our thoughts are extremely powerful. And someone who is a practiced manifester is very, very much aware of his or her, her thoughts. Um, we've discussed this before, but our minds can kind of go off on a tangent on their own uh, if we're not aware and if we're not focused. Uh, we all have or have had uh, internal messages, limiting beliefs and thoughts that play on autopilot in our mind just over and over and over again. We're not even really aware of them sometimes, but they're there. And often, especially when we're not aware of these thoughts, these thoughts and beliefs tend to be on the negative side and they hold us back or they pen us in. So they say things like you can't do that or you don't deserve it or you're not smart enough or rich enough or good looking enough or talented enough or whatever it is in order to do that or in order to manifest what it is that you want. So when we are thinking these kind of thoughts, it actually makes us more difficult to manifest what we want because we're sending out to the universe, I'm not smart enough or I'm not rich enough or I'm not skilled enough or I don't deserve it. I held a w workshop this past weekend in San Francisco and it focused on helping people discover how they uh, were holding themselves back from living the life that they wanted. And one of the exercises that we did was designed to help the participants of the workshop see how their mind was holding them back by discovering the messages that their mind was telling them about the dream that they had for their life, for what it was that they wanted to manifest. Um, I'm always, I'll say, pleasantly surprised uh, about this this exercise because, first off, the, these thoughts can be so ingrained in our being that we usually can't even hear them, so it can be difficult to identify them. And then secondly, they usually stem from our childhood and they impact pretty much every area of our life. Um, so when you're looking to uncover them, you have to move beyond the mental aspect and really get to the feelings that arise in you when you're going after your dream and, and seeing how it is that those feelings mirror the thoughts that are in your mind. And this is really one of the most powerful things you can do to manifest is get clear on that. Um, and, and, you know, during the, the workshop, uh, everybody was able to hear that voice and start to see how that voice, those thoughts that they weren't aware of, had in fact impacted areas other than what it was that they were looking to manifest. 
So getting aware of what your thoughts are and then focusing them is one of the first things you need to do in order to manifest. You also need to move beyond daydreaming and wishful thinking. Uh, That idea of, oh, I wish I could, or wouldn't it be great if, to getting really clear around your visualization of what it is that you want and feeling that and making it feel real. So in my workshop, I led the participants through a guided meditation that helped them get to that clear visualization and the feelings associated with that dream, including the feelings associated with the mental thoughts and the limiting beliefs and the internal messages. And um, that allowed them when they were able to bring both of those things together and say, okay, now here's how I'm holding myself back. Another side note, if you are interested in attending one of these workshops, you can visit my website at spiritevolution.co. My next one will be on December 15th in Connecticut, and I'm in the process of scheduling a number of them for 2019. So when we're manifesting and creating in our lives, we need to harness the energy of our mind to visualize, feel, and attract what it is we want for our life. We need to be very, very clear, right? So thinking about it, as I said before, is not enough. We need to visualize it, see it in its full glory. We need to feel it as if it is in our life right now and act accordingly. And when we do that, we can begin to attract whatever it is that we want into our lives. So let me give you an example. Um, When I was first moving to San Francisco, I didn't have much time to find a place to live. And I had some pretty specific needs about what I wanted. I wanted a two-bedroom apartment so I could have a separate space for working. I wanted, of course, something in a safe neighborhood. I wanted an apartment that was pretty high up uh, because I like having views. And I needed a place that would take my dog and my cat and have secure parking for my car. Everyone told me I was crazy and that it was impossible especially when I told them I had only one weekend to fly out to San Francisco from the East Coast and find it. Their voices could have easily become the voice in my head telling me it was impossible and was not going to happen. But I chose to ignore them, and I chose to ignore this belief that it was impossible. Instead, I knew in my heart and in every cell of my being that it was not only possible, but that I would find the perfect place for me in San Francisco. So I held on to my vision of what I wanted. I didn't just daydream about it, but I purposely felt it. I felt how it would feel to live in such an apart in such an apartment like that in San Francisco. I might not have known the the layout, but I felt how it would feel to come home to that apartment every night and how I would arrange my furniture in it. I felt how it would, how I would celebrate Thanksgiving and Christmas in the apartment. I hadn't found the apartment yet, but I knew it was out there and that I was going to find it. And I even felt that the apartment was looking for me and wanting me to live in it. And by doing so was drawing me in like a magnet to the apartment. So this idea of feeling it, right, and truly feeling it is what I did, you know, with my apartment. It wasn't just daydreaming. It was, oh, here I am. I'm walking into my beautiful apartment with the views and there's space for the dog and the cat and an office. And it feels so calm and peaceful and uh, beautiful and zen and all this stuff. I felt how I wanted that apartment to feel. 
And as you can probably figure out, um, I found that apartment. I actually found three that weekend and had the luxury of choosing the one that I liked the best. And it was all because I believe I was focused on manifesting what was the best thing for me. So we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about manifesting and, you know, how to actually get started doing it. If you have any questions or comments, give me a call at 866-451-1451. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Introducing BetterHomeAndGarden.com. That's www.BetterHomeAndGarden.com with just the letter N in Better Home and Garden. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the highest quality products on the market that are environmentally safe and effective and to make them available to you at the lowest possible prices. BetterHomeAndGarden.com understands that kind of creativity and do-it-yourself attitude. Thus, we developed our website, BetterHomeAndGarden.com. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the following products right online. Bath, bedding, collectibles, craft, sewing and hobby, food and beverage, furniture, home decor, kitchen and dining, lamps and lighting, large appliances, musical instruments, outdoor cooking, patio items, pet supplies, plant and garden, rug and floor coverings, small appliances, travel and luggage, and so much more. Better Home and Garden is an online retailer offering a wide variety of high-quality brand name merchandise at discount prices. Our service is personal and we aim to please. Visit us at www.betterhomeandgarden.com. Make your home your own. There are artists and then there's Alice Asmar. This award-winning artist has spent her entire life devoted to her artistic pursuits and has had a lifelong fascination with American Indians of the southwestern United States. Her book, Dance to the Great Spirit, showcases her drawings and paintings inspired by sacred rituals of the Pueblo Indians and four of her lithographs are in permanent collection at the National Museum of American History and the Smithsonian Institution in Washington, D.C., she is one of four artists in the United States to win a Woolley Fellowship for study in Paris at L'École des Beaux-Arts and has been featured in numerous publications. She's exhibited at the world's most prestigious museums and galleries and recently won a 20-year service award from the Burbank City Council and the inaugural art competition of the Foundation of the United States in Paris. Visit www.asmarart.com, www.aliceasmarinternational.com and email alice at aliceasmar at a. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. And today we're talking about manifesting what it is you want to create in your life. And uh, just before the break, I was sharing a personal example of how I manifested the apartment of my dreams in San Francisco when everybody told me it was impossible to do. Um, And I shared how I went about doing it. And there's a lot of visualization and a lot of uh, connecting to actually feeling it, right? So I want to start sharing some tips for manifesting with you all. So one of the first things to help you manifest is to recognize and believe wholeheartedly that what you want is already out there. Believe that it already exists and it's just a matter of time before it falls into your lap. So I did this with my apartment, but you could do that with anything you want to create in your life. So that boyfriend or that girlfriend that you want, he or she is already on the planet. It's just a matter of you guys crossing paths. That very specific job or career that you want, it already exists, and you just have to find and connect with it. That dream vacation, guess what? It's there and it's waiting for you. The car, the home, the wardrobe, the toy, whatever it is, 
you know what? You can even go online and find it because it already exists. When you know that something already exists, even when you can't find exactly what you want, say, online, um, you take away the stress and the burden of creating it. You don't have to create it. And you can focus instead on bringing it and its energy into your life. So when I worked for an extremely large consulting firm, we often said, and it was an international firm, we often said that any situation we're facing at a client site has been faced by somebody else at the firm somewhere in the world. We didn't have to figure out how to necessarily deal with that client situation or problem as much as just find that other person who had already created a solution and start with that. That same type of mentality and perspective is true with manifesting. You don't have to create the thing that you're looking for. You just have to find it and bring it into your life or attract it into your life. When you take away the stress and the burden of creating what you want, you can then focus on the many opportunities or options that exist for you. So, you know, obviously, I never thought that I would have to build or design an apartment building and the individual apartments in the building. I trusted that the apartment building and the apartment that I desired had already been built which then allowed me to really focus on the options that presented themselves to me. I could look at each apartment that met my needs and what I wanted. And again, there were three of them. And then I could determine what met my needs the best. And what's really kind of interesting is the one I selected had a number of features that I hadn't even considered or thought about. So it had a fireplace. There were multiple balconies that were large enough for patio furniture And it was within walking distance to anything I needed. I mean, the supermarket was a a three-minute walk away. The post office was around the corner. There was a Walgreens up the street, dry cleaners, restaurants all over the place. So it was extremely convenient, which wasn't something that I had put on my list of things that I wanted. Um, It also had this really cool protected dog walk area on the third floor. So you'd go to the third floor, get out of the elevator, and walk along this raised walkway to get to a rooftop, like a rooftop play area and bathroom area for dogs, Um, which was fabulous because it meant in the middle of the night if my dog needed to go out, I didn't actually have to go down to the street level. I was in a very safe, enclosed area for my dog. These things, you know, the fireplace, the dog area, the balconies, and the convenience factor weren't things that I'd even considered, or in some cases, such as the dog area, had even known existed, um, which was like a bonus for me, right? And that brings me to a second aspect that you need to keep in mind when you're in the process of manifesting. You may have heard the statement, this or something better. We, as human beings, are limited in what we can imagine for our lives. Uh, If, you know, someone had told me that I'd have a house in Guatemala and would be doing shamanic work focused on helping people live courageously authentic lives a couple years ago, I probably would have laughed at them because it wasn't even in my purview. It wasn't something I had thought about or even considered. It was beyond my scope of comprehension at the time. So while these things existed you know, shamanism, Guatemala, houses in Guatemala, they didn't exist in my realm of possibility when I was thinking about what I wanted to manifest for my life. 
When we visualize what we want to manifest and what we want to attract in our lives, adding the line or the statement, this or something better to the end of our visualization helps us to be open to receiving something that we wouldn't otherwise have focused on, but is aligned with our highest good. So looking back at my San Francisco apartment example, if I had been locked into just the things that I said I wanted, I might not have recognized, manifested, or brought in the apartment that I ended up with, which was so much more than what I asked for. When we're open to other things that the universe or, you know, God, Allah, Buddha, or creator wants for us, we often end up getting something even bigger, even better than what we asked for such as my life now living in Guatemala or splitting my time between Guatemala and San Francisco. Um, It's much bigger and it's much better because I have the benefit of, you know, big city life in San Francisco and all that goes with that. And this sanctuary life in Guatemala on sacred ground that the Mayans lived on. So being open and saying this or something better can in fact bring something much better. My experience and my belief is that the universe is abundant and giving, and um, there isn't a shortage of anything. Uh, we tend to think in our minds that there's, you know, uh, there's only so many of something, or we need to compete with somebody to get something, or um, from a place of scarcity, right? But when we shift our thinking to the universe is abundant and giving, and there's more than enough to go around for everyone. And when we're not locked into having something go a certain way. So, you know, I wanted an apartment in San Francisco, but I wasn't locked into, it had to be in this building or on this street. It opens the door for something even better to come in. One of my cousins learned this lesson a few years ago. Um, this is another example of, of finding home. She is, she's a single mom and she wanted to buy a house for her and her kids, but as a single mom with a couple kids was on a very limited budget. Uh, I'm going to share more about her manifestation experience when we come back from our break. If you have questions or comments, please give me a call at 866-451-1451 and uh, give me a call. Stay tuned. Baby boomers face many challenges, and sometimes you have to reinvent yourself in order to stay on top. Sharon Ball, nurse practitioner and Christian life and wellness coach, can help. Sharon has written a book called Reinventing Yourself Today, and it can help you through the pangs of changing the course of your life. Whether you are looking to stay on track with new goals, a sensible program to help you shed unwanted pounds, or a full kick-butt life reinvention, Sharon can work with you. Follow your passions and live each day according to your dreams and free yourself from the expectations of others. Sharon comes from the heart and shares her own personal journey to reinvention with her clients. Other self-help books inspired her, but few gave her the steps to improve her life, so she created a plan that works. Stress no more. Let Sharon Ball open the door. Sign up for a complimentary life reinvention consultation today at tinyurl.com forward slash get started for free for more of what life has in store. 
Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, JobsAnnex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. Jobs Annex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at JobsAnnex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. JobsAnnex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. And today we're talking about manifesting. And just before the break, I was sharing this concept of this or something better and having that attitude and mentality when we are trying to manifest something in our lives. And my cousin learned uh, this this lesson a few years ago. So as I mentioned before the break, she's a single mom and she wanted to buy a house for her and her kids, but was on a, a limited budget. And there were not many houses that... Um, that fell within her budget range. She knew what she wanted in a house and she found something that met all of those needs uh, and was really, really excited about it. And she put in an offer and the offer was accepted, but then because of something outside of her control, the seller rescinded his acceptance. The deal was off and she was heartbroken uh, absolutely devastated because she, you know, had really wanted this house. She could see herself in the house and her kids in the house. And she was convinced that she'd never find a home for her and her children. So she and I talked about it and I shared with her that I believe that there was something even better coming in for her, that there was a reason why this first house, the deal fell through and that something else would come in would be better for her. And she was doubtful at first, but she eventually got to the point where she believed it as well. Um, and it didn't take her too long. So within a couple weeks, a different house went on the market that not only included all the things that the other house had, but it also had this beautiful large backyard and it had a, a swimming pool, an in-ground swimming pool, which, as you know, when you you have kids is like a godsend in the summer because uh, you have instant entertainment for the kids. The price for this house was also in her budget. And she told me afterwards that the second house was even better than the first one. And so she felt that by being open and shifting her perspective that something better was out there for her. You know, she wanted something in a house and this or something better that she would be able to manifest it. And she did. So keeping the doors open when we are manifesting, keeping the doors open to this idea of something even better, this or something even better is critical for us to be successful at manifesting. In addition to believing and knowing that what you want is out there already, and therefore you don't have to create it, you just have to attract it in, and being open to receiving something even better than what you're asking for, another tip when we're manifesting is to be flexible. 
And this ties quite very closely with the concept of this or something better. When we're flexible, we allow the doors of opportunity to open for us. We're not locked into one thing or even one way for that thing to come into being. And instead, we recognize that there could be many different ways that something could come into our lives. And then we can choose to say yes to all of them or whatever ones uh, feel like they resonate with us. When we do this, it further increases our choices and our ability to select exactly what we want, almost like it comes to us on a, on a silver platter. Another thing that's important when manifesting is to live and act as if you've already received what it is that you're looking for. Uh, I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Our minds don't know when something is real or when something is just being imagined in our mind, when we're just kind of thinking about it. And every single one of us has experienced this truth. Um, you know, when we think about an event that happened in our past that caused us to feel hurt or angry, when we relive that memory, we find that the same feelings will come up inside of us as if that event was happening right now. Of course, you know, the reverse is true. If we relive, relive a memory that brought us great joy or happiness, those feelings are evoked. So our mind can't distinguish between what's real and what is a memory. And we can use that to our advantage when we're looking to manifest. When we live and think as if we've already gotten what we've wanted, it sends out a very powerful message and powerful energy into the universe about what it is that you're looking to attract. So that adage of, you know, like attracts like is at play here, as well as the belief that it is true. It is true, for example, uh, that there is an apartment. And my visualizations about my first San Francisco apartment show this. I was mentally living in my apartment before I ever found it. Again, I didn't know what the apartment would look like, but I took my furniture and arranged it in, you know, an order that I thought, gee, this is how I'd like it to be in my apartment. And I visualized myself coming home from work and going into my living room and sitting down on the couch and being able to look out a window because there's a window in the apartment that allows me to look out while I'm on the couch. I felt, you know, the energy of the apartment at the holidays and how I wanted it to feel at that time. And I felt the sense of peacefulness that it brought me every day when I returned home after work. So I know I've talked a lot about, you know, finding a place to live. How does this look for other things when, when we're living it? So if, for example, you want to attract a life partner, you could do things uh, to, to basically say, I already have this life partner. I'm just waiting for him to show up, but he's in my life or she's in my life. Uh, so you could do things like make space in your home. So empty some drawers out, make space in the closet. You can go through your day feeling that feeling that you envision yourself having when that special someone is in your life. Right. So you can go through your day feeling completely loved and adored by this person that you want to manifest in your life as your life partner that you haven't met yet, but you can still feel that feeling. If you want to manifest a certain type of job, you could do the same kind of thing, right? You could dress the way someone in that position does. You could um, take action, right? Take any necessary courses that you might need. And, you know, again, envision yourself doing that type of work so that you're seeing yourself doing it. 
if you're dreaming of having a body that's in better shape and more fit, you know, you could do things, again, envisioning yourself with that new shape and buying clothes in the size that you want to be. The key to this is feeling as if you've already gotten whatever it is that you want to manifest. And then supplement that with other things such as the clothing or confidence so that when it becomes real, so that it becomes real to you now, not when it arrives. When it arrives, you're like, I'm already there. And then you need to be grateful for what you currently have, uh, for what you're creating and for the opportunities that begin presenting themselves to you so that that gratitude can open up even more doors. You may not know how things are going to arrange themselves to bring you what you want to manifest, but as you say yes to each opportunity, you open up the next one. We're going to take another break. Give me a call at 866-451-1451 if you have questions or comments. We'll be right back. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomenon while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of short sale participants and processed in excess of a 1,000 short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru way. For over 50 years, Evelyn Stapula has been a loving advocate for people with disabilities throughout the state of Pennsylvania. President and founder of Big Heart Bridges, her organization actively campaigns for legislation and support of civil liberties that meet the needs of disabled individuals with housing, transportation, and employment. Ms. Dupula has joined forces with a variety of esteemed organizations that advocate for the disabled. She serves on the board of the United Cerebral Palsy of Pittsburgh and the Governor's Cabinet and Advisory Committee for People with Disabilities, and she is a consultant for the Pennsylvania Governor's Conference for Women. Her many efforts have led to the implementation of a transportation program for the disabled with the Access Paratransit System of Allegheny County. Evelyn Stapoulis drives daily to serve the interests of the disabled, to protect their freedoms, and enable them to live normal public lifestyles. To learn more, please call 412-491-2605 or email Evelyn at ers92645 at verizon.net. And we're back. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and today we're talking about manifesting what you want in your life. And just before the break, I was explaining that to manifest, we have to feel and visualize and believe and act as if what it is that we want to create in our lives has actually already occurred. And, you know, there's a number of ways you can get to that point. And I want to share with you some ideas that you can try so that you can bring your energy in alignment with what it is that you're looking to manifest. One of the first ways that you can get your visualization down is doing something called a vision board. A vision board is, you know, a large piece of poster board or it's an area of your wall where you put pictures and words and other things that represent what it is that you want to create with your life. 
The idea behind a vision board is that by going through the process of defining and getting clear on what you want, and then seeing it through the pictures and words, it becomes more real to you and serves really as a starting point for you to feel what it would be like to have or be that vision that you're trying to create. When you create a vision board, um, post it somewhere where you can see it, you know, multiple times a day so you can reinforce to yourself what it is you want to manifest. Don't put it in a corner somewhere and not look at it. You know, if you have a home office, maybe you put it in your home office if you're looking to create something about uh, your work or if you're looking to uh, manifest a life partner, maybe you put that in your bedroom, which is, you know, life partner and there's an intimacy and romance associated with the bedroom. So having it there can remind you what it is that you want to create. Another thing that can help you feel and really vision and connect with what you want to create is to envision yourself from different perspectives with whatever it is you want to create. And those perspectives would be your own and those of others. So, for example, when I decided that I was going to write a book, I didn't envision myself actually writing the book. I I went right to the end game and I envisioned myself on the book tour itself, right? The book was already done. It's printed and, you know, it's something I can hold in my hand. And uh, the book tour is for me um, like, okay, I'm there. I've got a book and I'm telling people about it. So I envisioned myself on the book tour and I saw myself either sitting or standing behind, you know, a podium or a table and and giving my my talk about my book. But then I also spent time visioning myself from the perspective of the people who would be going to the book tour. So not only did I envision being on the book tour by me standing there and looking out at a group of people and talking, I then flipped it around and almost sat in the audience and looked at myself giving the book tour speech. So I saw myself through the eyes of other people who were seeing me as a successful author on a book tour. And this helped me manifest on several levels. First, I was able to feel what it felt like to be in front of an audience of book lovers, right? That was something new for me while I'd given and have given many, many presentations, doing a book tour was a new event for me. Um, So I was able to feel what it felt like to be in front of that group of people. And I was able to connect to the energy of the people who would be interested in my book. It was like a a win-win all the way around because I was not only helping to manifest my book, but I was also manifesting the people who would want to learn about it, who would want to come to a book tour and who would want to read it. The other thing... Uh, that this did by having the different perspectives was it helped me to incorporate more than just the sense of sight in my visualization. Um, So yes, I could see the people or I could see me uh, giving the, the presentation, but in addition, I, you know, I could feel the smooth, the cool surface of the podium. I could hear the sounds of the people in the audience and I could hear myself talking. I could smell and taste the wine that I envisioned being served because I wanted wine at my book tours because why not, right? So I could smell and taste that as I was giving my presentation. And all of this by, by bringing in 
the perspective of myself and then perspective of the people who would be attending and all of the senses, because I tried to incorporate all of them into my vision, made my vision much more real, much more believable and far more robust than if, than if I had just focused on one perspective and one sense. So try to incorporate multiple perspectives, try to incorporate multiple senses into what it is that you're envisioning so you can have a, a much more real experience with it. Another thing you can do to hold on to your vision is to find something small um, that represents your dream that you can carry around with you. So, for example, let's say that you want uh, to have a certain type of a position or a job uh, that you haven't yet manifested, you could, you know, buy that paper you put through your printer and create a business card for yourself that has that job title and role on it uh, and carry that around with you as a reminder that this is what you are aspiring to and this is what you want to manifest. The actor Jim Carrey tells the story about how when he was a dirt poor kind of starving actor, he wrote himself a check for $10 million and he dated it for five years out and he made it payable to him for acting services. And he carried that check in his wallet for five years. And every time he opened up his wallet, there was that check for $10 million. And he'd see it and um, feel it and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to get successful. Five years later, um, he actually didn't earn $10 million. He earned $20 million. This is the this or something better. And he definitely got better. Um but the interesting thing about Jim Carrey's story was that his focus was not on the money. He, even though he wrote himself the check for $10 million, it wasn't, I want to earn $10 million. It was, I want to be a successful actor and be recognized as such. And the dollar amount was merely an indicator of his success. In fact, um, and I'm going to quote him directly, here's what he said about this whole process of visualization uh, for growing his career. He said, I would visualize having directors interested in me and people that I respected saying, I like your work or whatever that is, right, that they were impressed with him. I would visualize things coming to me that I wanted and I had nothing at the time but just it made me feel better visualizing these things that were coming to him. I would drive home and think, well, I do have these things. They're out there and I just don't have a hold on them yet, but they're out there. So he brought together the visualization, bringing in the different senses, bringing in the different perspectives and having this small item. We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, I'm going to share a couple more ideas of how you can start visualizing. If you have a question, give me a call at 866-451-1451. We'll be right back. WikiWags brings harmony back into your home for male dogs and their owners. Inventor and entrepreneur Linda Jangula has created the disposable doggy diaper wraps made with the male dog in mind. The built-in wicking ability prevents rashing and other potential health issues for your dog. Each wrap comes in four sizes and has dual reattachable magic tabs for easy adjustments. And each size has a 7-inch logo strip for adjustability. So they are comfortable and easy to use. No more fuss, just leave the mess to us. Whether you're in or out, your dog will be free to run about. Stop cleaning and start enjoying your home, and you can even leave your dog alone. 
To order your WikiWags, visit WikiWags.com. Or to find out where to buy WikiWags in your town, visit MyWikiWags.com and start enjoying having man's best friend around. Patricia Fayeweather Harlow is passionate about the environment and conserving our natural resources. She's written a five-part book series for all ages called Rock with Rodney and Party with Perky to Preserve Wildlife, which brings awareness through these vibrant characters on preserving and protecting our national parks and historic landmarks. Harlow has launched a campaign to mobilize green supporters, informing a united front against big oil, big coal, and the Keystone XL pipeline. And she addresses the controversial practice of fracking in books four and five. She's determined to bring greater awareness to the dangers of drilling and running crude oil through pipelines that cut through pristine landscapes. And she empowers readers to take action in keeping America beautiful. To learn more about Patricia Fayweather Harlow and to purchase her books, visit www.patricia-fayweather-harlow.com. That's F-A-Y-E-R-W-E-A-T-H-E-R. And play your part in preserving the landscape that we all share and love. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monaghan. And today we're talking about manifesting. And just before the break, we were talking about ways that you can start to visualize and feel what it is that you want to manifest so you can attract it to you. Um, One idea that you may want to try is to take a cue from Dr. Emoto, a Japanese scientist who was, his work was featured in the movie, What the Bleep. He did a variety of studies of the impact of words and music and emotion on water. And what he found was that when he wrote a word such as love and placed it on a glass that was filled with water, it changed how the water crystallized when the water was frozen. Words that focused on love, healing, and higher purpose caused the water to crystallize beautifully. I mean, they're stunning crystals. He has a book out about it. While words such as hate or kill uh, would cause the water to almost be unable to crystallize. The, The water came across looking not like a crystal when frozen, but more like a blob. Um, Since our body is predominantly made of water, what we think impacts us at a cellular level. And when we drink water infused with the energy of these words, it helps us change at a cellular level. So, for example, I've written the words love and gratitude on a piece of paper years and years ago, and I still have it. I put it under my water pitcher in my refrigerator so that that water can be infused with the words love and gratitude. And then I can take them into my body and into my cells, basically, that energy of love and gratitude. You can do the exact same thing with whatever it is that you want to manifest. So you can write what you desire on a piece of paper making sure that you do it in the present forms. Uh, So uh, writing, for example, I am a successful author um, or I live in the home of my dreams or whatever it is that you're looking to manifest, write it on a piece of paper, wrap it around the glass of water and let the energy of the words infuse the water. Um, You can amp up that energy by saying the words out loud uh, while you hold the water and then drink the water and bring that energy into you. And if you do this daily, you'll start to see that there's a shift in how you perceive and believe whether uh, about your 
your dream becoming a reality. Once you have your visualization in mind and you can feel it, the next step is to be open to receiving the abundance that the universe starts bringing your way. And I've talked about this already, but you know, this includes looking and acting on the signs that present themselves to you and being willing to say yes and take action. One thing that you really want to keep in mind is to keep your energy focused on what you want to manifest. So when we tell others about what we're looking to create, sometimes people may react with negativity or disbelief, much as people told me that it was impossible to find an apartment in San Francisco that had, that had everything I wanted. And if you start to listen to these people, you can start doubting your dream and you can limit or even cut off the energy that you're using to focus on what you want to manifest. So to summarize, in order to manifest, you need to be able to believe that your dream is possible and already exists. Visualize your dream as being real now, in your life now, using all of your senses and seeing it from different perspectives. Be open to receiving something even better than what you're dreaming of. Live and act as if your dream has already manifested even if it's just some small things that you're doing, such as creating that business card for the job you desire or going through the day feeling the love you want to attract from a life partner. You need to be grateful for what comes your way and you need to be willing to say yes and take action. As a reminder, I know I started off the show this way, but my last show here at BBM will be on October 10th, and I'll be moving over to blogtalkradio.com for my next round of shows starting in November. You can look me up by my name or by my show name. Uh, so that's either Jennifer Monahan or Living a Courageously Authentic Life. And I hope you'll head over and follow me there. And if you want to learn more about changing your life, check out my workshop in Connecticut or uh, my retreat in Guatemala coming up in January at spiritevolution.co. Thanks for listening and join me again next week where we'll continue talking about living a courageously authentic life. This has been Living a Courageously Authentic Life with host Jennifer Monahan. Listen each week as Jennifer helps you get down to the core of who you are, discover and connect to your inner spark, and bring that forward consistently and consciously in your day-to-day life. Here on Jennifer Monahan's Living a Courageously Authentic Life. been listening to the bbm global network the ideas views and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas views and opinions of the bbm global network company